Hi, welcome to today's podcast. We're going to discuss a topic that is well known about, but not talk too much about, mental health on college campuses. For those of you who are not familiar with mental health, mentalhealth.gov describes mental health to include our emotional, physical, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act, and also helps us determine how we handle stress, relate to other people, and make choices. Did you know that one in five teens and young adults live with a mental health issue such as anxiety and depression? Well, from my personal experience, mental health issues are one of the hardest obstacles to get around. I have struggled with anxiety and depression for the past eight years or so. It can be really debilitating and make it impossible to get through each day, especially as a college student moving away from home, being by yourself and struggling with anxiety and depression can almost be impossible. When I was attending Michigan Tech, it took me about two years to finally walk into counseling services there. I didn't learn about counseling services until my first year there, and they finally had pamphlets and stuff laying around. This is when everyone started to learn about what mental health really is, and that is really important to know about. It is one of the hardest things to do is to go into counseling services and admit that you have a problem. With my experiences there, it has been amazing, and it made me interested in what other universities provide for students around the country. We have a special guest, my friend Elaine, who will be discussing her personal experiences and knowledge of mental health. Hi, thank you for joining me today and discussing this topic that is hard for many people to talk about. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, Mental health has always been a topic I've been interested in for quite a while, and I've also had some struggles with myself, um, especially at NMU, so I've been able to have um, personal experiences and where to get help. Great. I just have a few questions to start off with. Can you tell me a little bit about your experiences with mental health and what you know about the Northern, um, what Northern provides for students who struggle as well? Um, actually, yeah, so I, as a college student, have struggled with anxiety and depression since I was, uh, probably starting about 15 years old. Um, I've tried medications, I've tried a lot of different things. Um, at Northern, there are counseling services on campus that are free to students enrolled in the university. Um, I've actually gone there before. It's by appointment, but um, they're always available for crisis uh, appointments as well. They provide various resources for students like therapy lights for wintertime blues that can offer um, vitamin D for deficiencies that contribute to seasonal depression. They have a 24-hour hotline, various reading materials for students who want to further educate themselves, and yeah. That's awesome that they provide that for students. Um, for me, just transferring here, I didn't know that, so it's awesome for people who don't know this and listening to this. Um, do you think that there could be any improvements that the university could make to further educate and help their students out? Um, one thing I wish that they did have, um, I, I wish that they had more counseling because of the high demand. Sometimes it is hard to get an appointment if you're not in a crisis state. So another thing is when I am um, going to my appointment, sometime, sometimes I'm having a good day and it's kind of hard to talk about those hard topics. So I think that's where the hotline would come in, but I just think there needs to be a middle ground there for 
appointments, maybe like on the weekends more. I'm not sure if they offer weekend services, but that'd be something to look into as well. Those are great ideas. Um, Actually, did you know that Ohio State set up a program where students don't actually have to go in in person, but they can call and talk to someone on the phone? This will help help evaluate what type of uh, services they need and make it more like a personal experience. Also, um, a college in New York is creating an online system for students to help evaluate what mental issues or mental health issues that they have and give them like a six-week treatment schedule using um, cognitive behavioral therapy before going into the counselor. I feel like that reduces the human component of helping people. And I feel like a major part of helping diagnose and help someone is seeing their emotions and hearing the tone of their voices and getting their personal story. It's an interesting concept, and I'm curious on what the process of counseling and therapy would look like in the future. I agree. I feel like talking like face-to-face makes the whole experience more personal, and the results may look better. I know for me, it's different than like looking stuff up online compared to like talking to an actual professional that knows what they're doing and can actually like tell my emotions that I'm lying or telling the truth. Uh, definitely. If you don't mind me asking, what are some personal ways you've dealt with your anxiety and depression? Um, one thing I really liked about the counseling services is they gave me some tools to kind of, for lack of a better term, like talk myself out of the, the anxious zone, I call it. Um, so if I'm feeling anxious and I can feel an anxiety attack coming on or I know that I'm stressed, I have this whole armory of self-care tactics that I use to kind of bring myself back to where I want to be, to where I'm not as anxious. So I I have my dog that is really awesome. Uh, he's not an emotional support animal, but still great. Something to keep me grounded. Uh, I really enjoy writing. I feel like I can get all my negative energy out through writing my problems down and self-reflection, as corny as that may sound. Um, deep breathing exercises... It's simple. You can look them up on YouTube. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen with like your personal history and stuff, a stigma surrounding mental health on campus, like with you and your friends where you don't feel comfortable talking about how you feel or feel like they're going to judge you for being anxious and depressed? Um, the difficult part about my anxiety is that sometimes I am accompanied with the symptoms of of the hyperventilation, feeling like I can't breathe. Um, But a lot of the times I I feel this weight on my chest and it's silent. Like I'll be in class, I'll be at work, sometimes just lying in bed at night and I just feel these physical symptoms. Um, However, um, I often feel like Sometimes I can't go to my friends because I feel like I'm that strong friend that is always the one laughing, always the one joking around. People don't really see my struggles because they're often in private and I'm often embarrassed to even open up to friends about it. And that's why it's been so crucial for me to be able to go to the Northern Counseling Center and to know that I have someone to talk to because sometimes you just need to get it out. You need to tell somebody. And that, to me, is one of the hardest parts of getting help is having the courage to talk about it. Well, thank you for coming and talking about this tough um, topic. And it really helps educate other people. All right. Thanks, Sydney, for having me. i um, glad to 
have been able to talk about this topic with you.